Hello, everybody. Megazardex here. Back at it again to give you another very exciting podcast episode. That being my Zardcast podcast episode 21. Now, I know a lot of craziness has happened <laughs> within the past month or so because honestly, I was trying to do this episode a couple of weeks ago. And then obviously, with it being around the Thanksgiving holiday and stuff, you know, timing, schedule, it didn't work. I tried it again last week, you know, last Sunday. And unfortunately, the sickness that I had from a previous week, it, you know, it threw off, like, you know, whenever I started talking too much or whatever, like, I just kept coughing over and over and over. So I was like, I went 15 minutes in that episode, and I was like, you know what? Scratch that. I just have to cancel it. Now there's officially a lost episode in my lore. Now, hopefully third time's the charm, and I can manage to get through this whole entire episode without having to really having to stop it abruptly or anything like that. Though, so, so that's currently where I've been at. So been kind of fighting off a sickness or whatever. Still got the cough occasionally if you happen to hear it during this episode though, but it's not nearly as bad as what it was a week ago. Because a week ago I was still fighting it off though. But yeah, so um, outside of that, I did have to modify my show just a little bit because there was some like Black Friday stuff I wanted to talk about. But obviously, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, it's past and, you know, come and gone as as, as it is, though. But there's a lot of interesting stop, um, stuff that I need to talk about. A couple of pop culture stuff. And then one thing that's so big, like a whole bunch of Marvel news got dropped with Disney Plus. So I was like, you know what? Or Disney Plus Day. So I was like, okay, that's a whole segment in itself. Obviously, the gaming news and all my other traditional stuff that I normally do within my Zarcast episodes, though. So quite a bit of stuff, of interesting stuff to go through and talk about tonight, though. So we might as well go ahead and jump up in it, though. And I added some brand new segments to the show as well. You'll hear uh, a little later on throughout the show, though. So I hope y'all do like it and appreciate it uh, when that time actually does come by, though. But before I get started too far off in my show, I did want to announce some news that, yes, my podcast has expanded once again because you can currently listen to this on Google, Apple, and Spotify, but now you're able to listen to it on Amazon Music as well. So that's another fourth additional outlet along with YouTube that you're able to listen to um, this show right here, though. So yeah, I just want to let you know that I have expanded um, expanded my podcast to, you know, you know, new servers and stuff like that. So you know what? It's nice that, you know, whatever kind of you know, station or whatever kind of um podcast service you like to listen to. I mean, you got you got a lot of options now. You got a lot of options. Um, you know, you you can you can listen to this wherever you want to go though. But anyway, uh with that out of the way, let's go ahead and jump straight up into that pop culture segment. All right, so starting off Apparently, there was some news that YouTube is actually getting rid of dislikes. Not entirely, should I say, but the public dislikes. Because normally, when you look on a YouTube video, you usually got likes and you got dislikes. And you can kind of see roughly how many people are liking or disliking the video, though. However, YouTube decided to say, hey, we're not getting rid of the dislike button, but... In terms of how many people have disliked the video, now you can look and now you will be able to look at that and you can't be able to tell how many people are looking or how many people are disliking the video. And some common things that come to mind, I think a lot of people I thought about was like the, the YouTube rewind, which I think had the most dislikes out of any other kind of video that's out there on YouTube. And a lot of people are sort of kind of thinking, well, is that YouTube just kind of, you know, covering up for that? But quote unquote, they say it's for smaller content creators. 
That way they don't feel like they're getting attacked or anything like that, though. But honestly, I feel like this really benefits bigger companies um, more so than anything, because that was kind of like your public saying. You can kind of get a, a feel of the room um, in terms of whether or not a whole bunch of people within the community kind of felt strongly for or against certain things that companies are throwing out though. So yeah, that is kind of interesting. So even on my channel, when you're going through and search my videos, all you can see is just the likes on there. You won't see dislikes though, but apparently I can still see the dislikes, how many people would like or like or dislike the videos just only on my side. So publicly y'all can't see that though, but do as you will like or dislike any of my videos and I'll kind of know where to kind of steer my shit from there though. But yeah, it was one little interesting topic I kind of want to talk about and discuss over though. But let's go ahead and move on to the next one because this officially starts to kick off a lot of things oh, for Disney+. Plus. Because one of the things I was super hyped about that they revealed on Disney Plus Day was the Proud Family Louder and Prouder. We knew that this show was coming along the way, but we I, we just never had like an official concrete release date, though. But now we do. It's coming out in February of 2022. And I'm like, oh, yes, give it to me. And golly, that trailer in itself, though, like we know Penny's just a few, like maybe a couple years older or whatever, though, as you can kind of see with the twins, they're a little older as well. And, man, that trailer just looks so amazing. I was like, man. And, and Sugar Mama, though. Sugar, Sugar Mama's, like, personally one of my favorites. Or the way how she spins off with Oscar and a lot of the different episodes. So I was like, oh, yes. I was like, I, I bet you this, this is going to be really funny. I'm kind of curious exactly how many episodes we're going to get. Because if you look back within, like, the first couple of seasons of the original series, like, one had about, like, like I think roughly around 20-ish, give or take, Oh, 20 for one, 20 ish or something. And then I want to say the other one, like 30 or something like that. So I kind of hope it gets like a ton of episodes. But then again, I don't know if these are going to be, I don't think they're going to make them hour longs or they're going to go like the whole traditional, like 20 ish oddball minutes, like as if like it was an actual TV show or something like that. I'm not sure exactly where they'll take the route on it though. But I hope whichever way they do it, we get as many episodes as possible. And it'll actually be kind of nice to have like, hour-long episodes kind of like in the vein of like you know your marvel you know like basically any kind of streamable series now when it's typically like an hour long or something like that to get to the specifics is like 47 or 53 minutes or something like that of a runtime whatever though but that is one show I'm really looking forward to. And they didn't announce like a lot of different other stuff. And I'll be here for like an eon if I was to talk about all the little stuff. But that was one personal highlight that was non-Marvel that I really like um, in terms of the announcement that I'm really looking forward to though. But now, oh shoot, this is when they started laying on a whole bunch of Marvel stuff. So now let's go ahead and queue up the Marvel um, segment because there's just a ton and I mean a ton to talk about because first off, we did get news for one of the first Disney Plus shows that will drop in the year of 2022, and that would be Miss Marvel. And that's supposed to be scheduled to drop. Oh, shoot. If I remember right, I want to say it was like roughly around summer ish. Um, for Miss Marvel, we do know Miss Marvel is basically, if you know anything about the comics, without going too far in the spoiler territory or whichever way or direction they're going to basically take this, uh, Miss Marvel is technically an inhuman, different from 
a traditional human or different from um, a mutant like we see with the X-Men. So Inhumans are a little bit different though. But she is, um, this is going to kind of set the stepping stones because we know that Miss Marvel is going to appear within the next Captain um, Captain Marvel uh, movie, but it's just going to be called The Marvels. So you, you know, you, you see where the Marvel thing is coming from now though. But yeah, so that's our next concrete disney plus show that we have and then they went through and actually announced uh quite a bit of other stuff as well in terms of um other series and um we even managed to get like a sneak peek of all the other stuff as well though and um man what i got i gotta pull back up my list over here because uh shoot um, because one of the things they did is they actually did manage to show us a brand new trailer um for uh, Miss Marvel. So we actually got to have a, like a quick little look um, at the character as well. And I was like, okay. I was like, you know what? She she kind of looks like you know w what you kind of expected um, in terms of um, how she looked like in the comics. So I was like, okay, that that was nice though. Another thing is we got to see like a a new look of She Hulk and got a small little glimpse of that. And obviously we got like a quick little glance at the Hulk himself. Um, the kit or you know. She Hulk herself, and then we also got to see a quick little, um, quick little look at Abomination. So we knew that those three were gonna um have um predominant roles up in that um Disney Plus show, and then also, man, I'm still trying to pull up my little stuff over here though, and I know there was like one other one that um there was one other one that they gave us like a quick glance at. Let's see here. Do 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 do. Okay, here we go. Um, dang, no, I thought I had it up here. Honestly, I thought I had all of this stuff over here in terms of their quick glances. Oh shoot, it's it's gonna come back to me. Uh, it's gonna come back to me eventually. I I don't know why it kind of slipped from my mind just for a little bit though. Uh oh, wait, oh. <clears throat> shoot, it almost came back to me. No, Moon Knight. There we go. There we go. Moon Knight. Moon Knight is the other one that we got to see a quick little um, glance at it because we know that he's basically sort of kind of fighting off vampires and stuff like that. So um, it, it was pretty cool. It, it was just something to kind of whet the appetite, not like a full-blown trailer because honestly, I think the, the runtime for those trailers was about roughly about 20-ish to 30-ish seconds or so. Like it didn't feel too long for each one of those three as they kind of pan along the way though. But yeah. So, yeah, so that, that's basically it in terms of those quick looks, though. But we did get confirmation of some brand new series that were confirmed or slash, I guess, some reconfirmation on it. So we do know that there is going to be a season two for What If. And honestly, I've been watching What If. The What If episodes have been pretty good. However, I just hadn't finished the last three episodes, like episodes seven, eight, and nine. I do need to go back and finish those three. So I was like, oh, goodness. But anyway, though, but yeah, so what if it's really good series? I'm glad to do in season two because they could pull from a lot of different stuff from um, the, the different Marvel shows that they have or shown so far, though. So they can go pretty far with that. Uh, another one is um, Echo, which I don't know too much about. I kind of want to leave that one as a mystery for myself. I could do the little bit of research to kind of figure out, you know, what's the direction for that. But I hadn't done that yet. I don't know if I will or will not, but I hadn't done that yet. Now, another one, which is really interesting, is um, Spider-Man Freshman Year. And it's going to be an animated original series coming to Disney+. Plus. Which, I was like, what in the world? 
And then I started doing a little more research on it. And apparently it's basically pretty much going to be like an animated version of Spider-Man's freshman year. Basically events that transpired before Spider-Man Homecoming, but just animated. Probably still going to have, um, you know, our favorite characters um, voice them for the animated show. But I'm like, oh, okay. So basically between this, Homecoming, Far Away From Home, and No Way Home, uh, basically kind of <laughs> in a weird sense, be able to tell, um, be able to sort of kind of showcase like what Peter um, Parker's uh, story is from freshman year to what could technically be a senior year because there's like four different um, films or slash animated stuff now basically describing all of his uh, journey so far. So that is kind of interesting take right there though. We gotta let out uh, just a little quick little mini cough right there though i don't know something was just halfway up my nose i don't know just a little, little weird anyway and then uh we also got reconfirmation of um i am grew iron heart and some other stuff now another interesting new one that they didn't announce was agatha house of harkness now if you know anything about um if you know anything about wandavision you know that's our introduction to agatha so the matter of fact that Agatha is getting her own, you know, little Disney Plus series. It's quite interesting. And based upon the events where we last led off in WandaVision, I mean, Wanda basically kind of wiped her mind and kind of, you know, started her off on a blank slate after, you know, she kind of threatened Wanda towards the very end of that series, though. So it makes me think, for this Disney Plus, do you go with, a, you know, what transpires after WandaVision? I don't know. Or do you try to do some stuff before WandaVision, which would make a lot of sense. And there's like a lot of groundwork you kind of work off of in terms of that. And then do something at the very tail end of the series where then it kind of loops it around towards the end of what was WandaVision and how she might have a more predominant role. Because if she was big enough to get this Disney Plus series, they're going to try to make her relevant within the MCU in some way, shape, form, or fashion, though. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays off. I really did like her character um in the middle of um WandaVision like that. And then one of the last um things I think that was brand new that was announced was Marvel's Zombies. And I was like, "Wait, what in the world?" I guess that zombie um Marvel Zombies was so big that it kind of took off and um I I know people always like their zombie related stuff. Um you see that with a lot of stuff um like a lot of Netflix shows and whatever. Like people just love their zombie stuff. But seeing it with Marvel characters is kind of interesting. And that one Marvel um, What If episode, I actually enjoyed that quite a bit. Like it was pretty interesting seeing all of that kind of go down. But I guess it's big enough where they're just going to make a whole Disney, um, Disney Plus series on it though. Now, whether or not is it really going to be tied into the MCU, I honestly do not know. It could. But my gut feeling sort of kind of saying no, like it's almost like a what if scenario, but expanded upon. I don't know. We have to wait and see. Um, I have a little bit more information so we can discuss about that in greater detail. But I mean, dang, I mean, like, you know what? I was like, OK, I wasn't expecting it, but that actually sounds pretty good. So, yeah. So. So, yeah. So I, I say, you know, for that, that, those are some pretty good announcements. The unfortunate thing about all of this is, as a matter of fact, they did not confirm any solid release dates besides a release sort of kind of window 
for Miss Marvel. So that's the only thing that's sort of kind of hit me or rubbing me the wrong way. But hopefully they got a whole bunch of Disney Plus series um, lined out for the year of 2022, as currently we're in Hawkeye. And after that, uh, we don't know exactly when the next start date is, besides, you know, Miss Marvel starting sometime in the summer-ish time. But yeah, so that's pretty much it in terms of all the Disney Plus stuff that was announced for Disney Plus Day. However, let's go ahead and spin it on over um, to the next topic, because I know this is something that people have been desperately wanting to talk about for the longest time ever, because we did manage to get a new trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, this was all the rave, this is all the craze, like, you, you know, like, people like Marvel and stuff like that, but Spider-Man was always that big Marvel movie that a lot of people were always interested in, long before, obviously, the MCU really got going off with Iron Man and stuff, so people are always hungry for Spider-Man and anything, so, like, like, shoot. People were just going crazy just for the rumors of when this trailer was going to drop, though. But we finally got it in front of us, though. And, and we got to see and get confirmation of all the different um, bad guys that were um, that are going to make their appearance. Like, we saw the Green Goblin. We saw Doc Ock. Well, we saw Sandman up in here. And we even saw Electro. So, we got some enemies sprinkled out in terms of the previous movies from, like, Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man... Um, or, you know, Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, like, thinking Green Goblin, Dr. Ock, Electro from, like, The Amazing Spider-Man, and so forth and so on, though. And I think they even managed to kind of, um... There, there was one little scene in there towards the end, I would say, when it's, like, a whole bunch of enemies and stuff were sort of kind of rushing them. And um, it looked like, what was it? Lizard, I think, was almost getting punched, but he was, like, getting punched by an invisible somebody. So that, I don't think that that was supposed to be meant to be in one of the trailers. And people were kind of pointing that out as in like, oh, could that have been a, a hero that was aiding Spider-Man or whatever? No, I won't go too far up into it, though. But you can sort of kind of get two, you know, put two and two together. Um, if you sort of kind of catch my drift, though. But honestly, I really did enjoy this trailer. Shows a lot of promise to, to it, though. But as always, Peter Parker, I mean... You you couldn't stand all of the the popularity and you know people all knowing about you having um being Spider Man and stuff like that. How do you think all the other Avengers feel? Um, because their identities is like public knowledge to pretty much almost everybody. So I mean I I don't know him being I guess a teenager being in high school and stuff. I guess he hadn't fully kind of <laughs> handled that. So he he's always creating his uh, worst nightmares and his worst enemies. Literally bringing forth every other enemy he has faced in other, you know, previous Spider-Man movies all within his universe, though. Like, you got to see that pretty clear as Dr. Oz like, wait a minute, you're not Peter Parker or, or the Spider-Man that I basically know, though. So, yeah, so some really interesting stuff. One last thing I got to mention was, I think at the very tail end of that, you literally saw um, Peter diving down to try to capture MJ. And it almost reminded me of that one moment of the amazing Spider-Man in the movie where he basically lost his girlfriend and her girlfriend and his girlfriend died because he couldn't catch her. It almost seemed like they tried to kind of reenact that that one little bit up into this um up into this one scene. I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, no, no, no. You can't tease me like that. You for all things good, you better catch her because it seems like you got more movies planned on um later into the future. So 
you have to catch her. Like there, there's no if ands nor buts about it, man. Like you like you, you need to swoop in, get the girl, and uh, do everything you can. Because I, I was like, man, I, shoot, I like Zendaya. I, I really like Zendaya. <laughs> and I, oh shoot, yeah, yeah, a little celebrity crush right there though. But yes, but yes, really solid, fantastic trailer right here though. Really can't wait to watch this movie. Unfortunately, I don't think I'm gonna be able to watch it on release date because. With it being kind of close to holiday season, I got a lot of stuff planned. So it might be a few days after until I'm able to watch this movie. And unlike a lot of other Marvel movies, how you can sort of kind of avoid the spoilers or whatever, though, I feel like this one's going to be all over the place. So I might have to start throwing some mute words out there on Twitter, though. But man, it's going to be an enjoyable film to, to watch in theaters, though. But that basically does it in terms of that one trailer, though. However, there is one more trailer um, that we did manage to get. And something else that a lot of fans have been really wanting to um, see and, you know, really wanted to see for the longest time, that is, we did manage to get a brand new look at Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. We did get the trailer and it dropped, actually, yesterday. It dropped yesterday. And man, oh man, it feels like it, they haven't really dropped the beat. I, I, I can kind of tell from the way how the trailer is, like, they, they still got a little bit more polish or a little... Um, more things to kind of follow up on. Maybe I don't know. The frames felt a little, it almost kind of felt similar to the first movie, but still it was kind of maybe it wasn't you know fully up the snuff though. But they got plenty of time to work on it though. But what we've seen so far looked pretty cool though. And I still like the the, the interactions between Miles and Gwen like that. <laughs> like literally the dude literally draw the drew, drew her in one of his books and, and you know Gwen just snatches up looks at it. It's like oh. <laughs> kind of surprised that uh, she saw her, or you know, saw a drawing of her in this book. It's like, oh, uh, I missed you too. <laughs> Played that off like that. Oh goodness, yeah, th those two just interact, and I say, like, dang it, I wish they were in the same universe. Anyway, though. But anyway, though, then you got to see like a look at you know Spider Man kind of jumping from universe to universe to universe, and that was basically it. So it kind of wet your appetite, but was it you know? Too much crazy stuff though. We knew the movie's coming out in twenty twenty two, but now the window frame. Is officially within the month of October. So that's where we're currently at in terms of this movie, though. So I was like, oh, okay. All righty. So not too far. I mean, basically a year away, though. But it'll be here before you know it, though. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this movie. And the, the first one was amazing and phenomenal, though. And I'm really looking forward to this second one, though. The interesting thing is they called it a part one for this one movie. And, you know, basically implying that there's going to be at least a part two maybe a part three this kind of reminds me of those movies like uh just thinking off the top of my head um like a harry potter and the deathly hallows part one and then obviously they did a part two and you know there's a lot of different movies out there that did the part one part twos and stuff back when that was like really big so honestly i, I don't know how i feel about the part one it, it's good because that means it does confirm that more is coming along the way but i feel like it's just probably gonna get rebranded because this is basically a second movie which basically almost confirms now there's going to be a third movie in the works after this or something on that line, something on those lines. So, so yeah, so honestly, pretty good stuff right there. Uh, man, man, I, I, I wish the, I wish the movie was here right now, man. I wish the movie was right here right now. Cause Oh man, I'm, I'm just ready to dive up into it though. I'm just ready to go. But yeah, so that, that's basically it in terms of all of the Marvel news. That was a ton of Marvel stuff. Man, if I keep getting Marvel news at least this big, well, usually it kind of comes, you know, in chunks within every like couple or few months or something like that. But 
if I started almost getting Marvel news consistently like this, I would probably have to like create my own little like musical um intro segment that leads into these topics though because uh this was a pretty hefty segment uh, at least for my show right here though but i always do love um talking about marvel and stuff like that though but yeah so honestly a lot of good stuff um coming in the future for marvel and i can't wait to watch all of it though but that basically does it in terms of the marvel segment though so let's go ahead and jump over to the gaming news All right, so jumping off into the first topic that I have up here, we did get confirmation that Multiverses is officially real. It's been in the rumor mill for quite some time, but now we do know that it is official, and it does seem like it's going to be one of those free-to-play games, which I was sort of kind of skeptical on it, because normally with free-to-play stuff, they usually sort of kind of look cheaper and stuff like that. Like, they don't usually look like up to snuff with other games that normally, whenever they cost money, you know, they're putting a lot of work and effort in it. But I will say this, in comparison to this, to Nick All-Stars Brawl, this actually has voice acting up in it. I was like, okay, you know what? You're already differentiating yourself with them. Then they went and kind of talked about how they're, they're going to keep their online up to snuff. And what's what's the one um, term for it? Um, where rollback i think they're using rollback netcode or something like that so to kind of reduce the lag or whatever though and go like oh okay so it looks like they're trying to actually do some stuff and the interesting spin with multiverses is i think the prime thing is they're going to focus on 2v2s so you know it's basically like your smash clone and you basically the key highlight is you'll be doing 2v2 matches and it was kind of interesting because you'll, you'll get like batman throwing out um throwing out his um grapple beam or something like that so imagine if someone was pressuring somebody off the the far edge of the screen and normally they would go so far out they wouldn't be able to recover and then if your teammate's able to use a grappling beam um with batman and pull you back to the stage like that like little scenarios like that which will kind of differentiate itself from smash it's actually pretty interesting you don't have to always do 2v2 matches, but you can also do um, 1v1s as well. They did mention that in their little um, developer interview. So yeah, so you, 2v2 is the main emphasis, but you can also still do traditional 1v1s or whatever. So yeah, so you got different ways to play it though. And it does seem like it's going to be like one of those long lasting um, games. The w interesting thing is, it's confirmed like PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. I think they said Steam. The weird thing is it's not confirmed to be coming to the Switch yet, which you would think you would pretty you have a pretty big solid audience for it on the Switch, kind of similar to how Nick All-Stars Brawl, I feel like the biggest audience on that for that game is basically on the Switch and then probably Steam and then so forth. But it's kind of interesting the fact that they don't have this plan on the Switch, at least with me having a PlayStation 5. I'll be able to actually try it out since it is free to play, you know, why not? So yes, I will be going through and playing through this game to kind of see and kind of get a feel of exactly what this game is. Um, man, I, I know in the rumor, they mentioned um, Gandalf would be up in there. And I was like, shoot, the second that Gandalf is actually up in this game, I kind of want to main them so that way I could be like, you shall not pass. Like, I... <laughs> That should be a whole taunt in itself. Like, like, come on, like, please, man. Like, that, that that's got to be a thing. That's got to be a thing, though. But 
But yeah, so honestly, it's, it's, it's good to actually finally kind of see this confirmed and stuff. I do see sort of kind of the passion involved in this project where it honestly could in some ways, I don't, I wouldn't say always, could be almost better than Nick All-Stars Brawl just purely on the fact that they're, they're saying they're going to work hard on the online and the fact that they got um, voice acting up in it, which always adds that next extra little bit of flavor, like they went the extra mile. So I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah. So that, that makes it um, pretty enjoyable for me, though. And I am kind of curious to see exactly how this game will um, play out, though. But um, the game doesn't release um, not until some point next year, though. So we're still going to have to wait a little while on that, though. But, yeah, so that's basically it on that. And then next up, um, we did get confirmation that Twitch is now on the Switch. And I'm like, huh. I was like, okay. You know what? Because I think now this can, um, is this like our third or fourth um, media app that we managed to get on the Switch? Because I know at first, well, we had YouTube, we had Hulu, we have Funimation now. And I think this is the next one, it being Twitch. So now it's kind of cool how you can play your games. And then now you can kind of switch over to Twitch and now watch other people play um, games as well, though. So that's just a little quick little news topic right there. Uh, nothing too big or nothing too expansive or anything like that, though. But honestly, some some really good stuff um, right there, though. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, it, you know, if, if you want to, you know, watch people play games on Twitch, might as well download it um, to your Switch. It's free and whatnot. And uh, pretty some pretty cool, interesting stuff right there. Now, moving over to an, another new topic, and this one, it, it, it's a pretty big one. It's a pretty big one. But we managed to get the first game to drop out for the Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack. And that is none other than Paper Mario for the Nintendo 64. Now, at first, when you hear this title, a lot of people, especially for the Paper Mario fans, they were like, heck yes. Because that's the first game, or, you know, or I say first game, um, the first good game, quote-unquote, in their terms, um, for a Paper Mario game that now people are able to be able to play on the Switch. Because a lot of people, or at least the diehard Paper Mario fans, always feels like Paper Mario on the 64 and the Thousand Year Doors are, like, the only good ones. Before the series starts taking a different turn with Super Paper Mario, it's not necessarily bad. It's a, Super Paper Mario is like one of my most favorite out of the series, though. And then especially after that point, then the, the series went completely different from the way how the N64 and the GameCube versions were kind of settled up as, though. But those thoughts aside, though, the other thing that a lot of people sort of kind of get a little frustrated with, and I totally understand why, is the fact that with this game, it's the only game that's confirmed to come out on the expansion pack for the month of December. And it's supposed to come out on December 10th. So from the time of this podcast dropping uh, five days from now. And the fact that we only get one game off of the expansion pack like this kind of does, um, you know, rub people off the wrong way. Like, wait a minute. Why are we only getting one game? We're paying all this extra money. Remember, the baseline tier is 20 bucks for a year. Single. And expansion pack is 50 bucks. We're paying a whole extra 30 bucks. We started off the, the expansion pack with nine games. None of them are really bad games. I, I've been going through and playing um, through a good chunk of all of them. Really nice stuff. However, you would think at a bare minimum, we would at least get two. But to only get one 
it's like what the heck and even in the rumor mill or not not rumor mill i guess whenever the um people were sort of kind of data mining the the expansion pack like from the last time i reported on it um they got confirmation that yes there might be up to somewhere like in the lines of like 50 ish or so um in 64 games that'll be added along the way in the future though but i'm like wait a minute now that's almost like if you trickle one game or out like per month or something like that. Every now and then you might have to do a couple though, but I'm like, wait a minute, one game a month? That's kind of, I kind of wish that they were sort of kind of not drip feed us stuff like that, but at least give us stuff almost like at least a couple at a bare minimum, a couple or shoot, even if you're not able to drop um, a couple of N64 games at a bare minimum, at least drop some NES, some SNES games, or maybe even some Genesis games. You got you got like four different consoles now in terms of us expansion pack people um, that pick chick. I mean, the pick and choose between. So I mean, like, there's really not an excuse to at least put at least more titles out at least for one month like this, though. And especially for the people that had the baseline tier, you still want to kind of cater to them as well. So you still got to put some NES and SNES games out there while where you can though. So Honestly, just a little bit frustrating. I really do like the fact that I can be able to play Paper Mario, and this will be like what? I'll have access to playing this. I'll have access to playing Thousand Year Door, Super Paper Mario, and the Origami King. The only two I won't have access to is uh, Sticker Star, which I know a lot of people don't like that game, um, as well as um, Color Splash. Those are the only ones I'm kind of missing at the moment, though. But outside of that, I've been going through and playing quite a bit of um of the different paper mario games so it's kind of it, it feels really good to actually go to the, the series of roots to be able to play this though but outside of that come on nintendo you, you got to give me more you got to give us more games than this instead of just this one and i know i know i know i know people were kind of feeling salty like i know a lot of people probably hit the dislike button on that youtube video that nintendo dropped and only nintendo really knows now how many people dislike it and now you look at that video and it's probably sitting anywhere over like ten thousand plus likes but if i had to throw out a guess it's probably at like 40 something thousand dislikes like i don't know but anyway, though, but yeah, so so some good stuff in terms of getting a brand new game for the month of December, a couple of months after um, the start of the expansion pack, bad thing is that's that's all we got. That's all we got, at least for now. So yeah, so hopefully they do continue to work upon the, the Switch Online um, service and where they can kind of improve the quality at least a bit more. I know it's going to be baby steps, um, just, you know, just slowly kind of crawling trying to get to a wall we'll have to wait and see but yeah that's that's pretty much all i have to say on that topic though but yeah so it's so overall having a pretty good fun little time um going through and um discussing things here on my zarcast episode though but before i go any further along in the show let's hear a word from our sponsor This episode of Zarcast is brought to you by Krispy Kreme and Donuts. Have you ever just laid awake in the middle of the night just craving for something sweet, but you know it's too early in the morning that you're like, ah, oh, shoot, there's there's no way I can get down this cake or this pie that I was munching on um, late last night. It's too early in the morning, but you want something sweet enough just to kind of get you going. 
Krispy Kreme and donuts can do that for you. You know, you just you just go up to the drive-thru and, and you drive through the sign and you, and you know that sign, when it has that red lit sign on the donut, you know it's hot and fresh. As them donuts are going through the thing and you know, they're getting printed and, and they got the holes up in there and they're just oozing all that icing up on there. Oh man, you can almost smell it from like a mile away. And when you make your way on down there, oh man, it's just gonna smell so good, man. Man, I can't tell you how many times I went by Christmas some cream and donuts to get myself some good quality donuts to try to get my day going because there's nothing just right than just having one of them crisp cream and donuts to kick start off your day i mean literally your productivity will go up your mood will go up man you give one of those things and slide it on over to your boss i guarantee you your project is gonna go well and if you had any budgets or, bu or deadlines and stuff like that that's out the window because the, this crisp and cream and donuts can send you to the next level no not all the way up to heaven if it were that easy we'll have like a whole bunch of people up there but no it it, it it transpires things it can break down boundaries it can connect and unify people together crisp and cream and donuts is where it's at and if you and if you never had no crisp and cream and donuts um man you've been missing out on life and i do i dare say that you don't even have a soul because if you're one of them weird old people that don't like donuts i i i, I can't even sympathize for you like like why are you even listening to this right now mad respect for listening to the sponsor though but i mean come on let's keep it real on this podcast i keep things real on this thing though so yes this episode of zarcast is brought to you by crisp and cream and donuts make sure to swing on by by the light when the light is on that way you know they're hot fresh and ready now let's jump back into the show So moving on to our brand new topic, we have to talk about the Game Awards nominations. And with the Game Awards, I will have to say about this, I'm really looking forward to this. And you know what? The Game Awards, one way or the other, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy when you sit down and think about it, though, because um, they do some really cool stuff. They sometimes have some really good, them quote unquote, world premieres, as they like to do. And I kind of want to take this little time out, just kind of speculate on some predictions that I might have or some, you know, some things I feel like might come out of this presentation. So remember last year how we managed to get like the reveal of the Xbox Series X? I don't expect anything to be super big like that. Don't expect no consoles or nothing to be announced like that. Shoot, it's hard enough to get your hands on a PS5 or Series X at this moment, though. But. I do feel like we might get something big, at least from Nintendo. And I feel like it might be something related with Breath of the Wild 2. I feel like if we're, if we're getting anything from Nintendo, one thing would be a first party. Another thing would be a third party. Because in the past, like, what do we have? We have um, Bravely Default 2 was showing up there. We have Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Uh, Smash Brothers, uh, Joker being revealed. So it, it'd be something on the lines of that. But I don't think anything that's revealed there, at least first party wise, was nothing brand new that we don't know about. It's usually about something that we already know. So I was like, okay, so I feel like um, that is probably a shoo-in. So it's going to be some game we already know about. And it's going to be some third party game that might be exclusive to the Switch that we don't know about. 
that's probably going to get announced. And that's probably going to be it in terms of the Switch side. We'd be lucky if we get three different things up in there, though. Um, PlayStation-wise, I, I feel like, honestly, I'm trying to think back. Like, I don't know how many things first party wise i think they had revealed that the thing i don't really think they did it at all at all at least from what i can remember it might be similar like nintendo's case but the third parties are the ones that kind of really shine if you're going to get anything brand new out of there though and i feel like it's almost like the same thing for xbox i i, well, I would say this xbox might have something with the halo campaign um showing off in the game awards i feel like that's probably a pretty good eschewing i know a lot of people are playing halo infinite right now in terms of the multiplayer right now and i know the campaign is supposed to come out here fairly soon so that would make perfect sense for it to actually show up um for the show right there so i you know i i'm willing to bet on that one like i feel like that one's a grand shoe and though and in terms of who could potentially walk away with the game of the year um the vote for game of the year i honestly really do i really do want it to be metroid dread I have a sneaking suspicion it might not possibly get it. And if it doesn't, watch it go to Deathloop. I kid you not. After as many times as people sort of kind of got annoyed with that game, due to the fact that how much it was kind of over-advertised, I would not put it over. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it over them to say, hey, because uh shoot, if, if you do a little research and see all the committee people that are behind making the, the votes, at least the critics. I have a feeling they're going to be heavily sweat or heavily swayed over to it though. But just imagine in a world where a uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart or a Metroid um or Metroid Dread or anything like that. Like like this is the most diverse um diverse um voting roster or not voting roster but a diverse nominees that we had um within the game awards usually like it's going to something big like a breath of the wild a god of war or it could have been like um spider-man or something like that like the big old triple a games but you don't have anything super crazy like that this year so man if metroid dread really were to come around and actually win this thing it would be amazing kind of give some inspiration to people that still make 2d games be like oh wait a minute we can still get up there we don't have to be a a big triple a ambitious um studio where we're making those kind of games for it to have to be game of the year potential we can still do it with a 2d one and that's why honestly i really do hope that metroid dread wins besides my personal bias of me just really liking that game and it being my personal game of the year but just what it can mean for you know the game or for the gaming industry moving forward that yes 2d games can still be up there and compete with those 3d games that are still out there though so that's honestly what i really do want to see um at least play out within the game awards though but y'all gotta let me know um in the comment section um down below or, or just or just at me on twitter whatever just, just throw out your random um prediction for any of the categories that are out there i did manage to go through and make a video on it where i actually um, showcase off all the different picks that I had for all of the different nominees um, for each category. Now, we'll say this, Neil, the world ends when you got robbed. I was like, I, I don't know how it didn't manage to show up on anything except for the player's choice, but enough, but not enough players um, chose it right now because now I think the, the selection field of it has shrinked based on, upon the top votes and it got eliminated in round one. So I'm like, what the heck are y'all doing out there? Like, like, come on now. Like, that, that should have been in the RPG category, but 
apparently people just don't play a lot of games in terms of the RPGs, whatever. I don't know. Ugh, this is getting me frustrated over here though. But yeah, y'all gotta let me know what different um what different votes did you place for the different categories for the different um game of the game ah, game award um nominations for the game awards. And also I will say this. I will be streaming the event on Thursday whenever the game awards actually takes place. Uh, it's like roughly around seven o'clock central standard time or roughly around there might start to stream up a little before that though. But you know, literally last year we had Sephiroth announced um, for super smash brothers ultimate. Obviously you don't have no crazy characters to look forward to like that, but I, I still remember that reaction and it's still up on my YouTube channel. Like, like that, that reaction was popping really big though. So just imagine um there's probably be one little moment like that or just a really bad moment that happened in the show that we just might find really funny so so i'll be there and maybe i'll have a few of my friends that might just want to join in a discord call with me or whatever though so yeah so you do have that to look forward to on thursday um you know if all goes according to plan though but that's basically it in terms of um everything i wanted to talk about within the game awards and uh shoot there's probably there might be a whole nother discussion that might come after it um depending on basically how that that show kind of plays off though but yeah so that basically does it in terms of all my gaming news stuff so now let's jump over to uh so about that show All right, so lately, and yes, I did manage to add a brand new um, intro segment into that. So I finally got that one done. But yeah, so lately, I've been watching quite a bit of anime, as, as always. Like, I feel like that's one of the primary things I've been watching, though. But um, lately, I've been watching a lot of Eden Zero. I did watch, like, the first half of the season um, for Netflix. And for the second half, it, it just recently dropped on Netflix, like, maybe just, like, about a a little less than a week ago or something like that. Like my good friend Dane off of Twitter um, mentioned that, you know, the second half is up on Netflix though. But yeah, so basically if you really like fairy tale or something like that, highly recommend to go and watch Eden Zero because it's, it's it's a pretty good fun little series. And I was like, man, because if you love fairy tale, you know, same author, same person that's basically um, writing this series for the manga and stuff like that and just got adapted into an anime. So I was like, yeah, so I've been joining that quite a bit and another series i've been watching off of disney plus is none other than hawkeye yes i did manage to go through and watch the first three episodes so i'm finally all caught up right now and i did manage to record um my review over episodes one and two that will be a two for one review and i shall have that video dropping within the next few days or so so yeah so now you're going to start to see some hawkeye reviews start to you know fallout in the pipeline on my channel so you have that to look forward to as well though but yes honestly i really am liking that series so far and i'll, I'll let my review kind of speak for itself uh whenever that finally drops out on my channel though but outside of that uh, i've been watching a few things it's almost about that time would it be in christmas season for me to go through and start watching um some more christmas movies like i gotta pop out the grinch i know i need to pop out um oh goodness I actually need to watch the Charlie Brown, like the Charlie Brown one, the Christmas one. I haven't seen that one in quite some time. So I know I need to pop that one out um, as well, though. And then, uh, oh, gosh, why is the name slipping from my mind? Um, dude, the movie where they mentioned Cousin Eddie and stuff and like, are you serious, Clark? Like, I, 
I know. If you're a big fan of that movie, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about, but I'm just not thinking about the movie title um, at the moment, though. But uh, I, I need to go and watch that one. And I know there's one other one I feel like I I need to watch, though. But yeah, so I, I need to start getting caught up on my Christmas movies and start like Elf and some other stuff like that. So yeah, so I, I need to start going through my stuff and start kind of watching through that, though. But yeah, so that's just a few of the little things I've been going through and uh, watching um, within the past couple or a few weeks or so. But as always, uh, if you have any other good anime recommendations, I'm always down to try some stuff out. So if, if you drop something down in the comment section down below, if you happen to be one of the first ones to recommend something, as I always say, I'll, I'll, I'll try it if I have access to watching that show. I'll, I'll try out maybe an episode or two, or whatever. Only the first person that recommends something. Um, then I'll, I'll be opening and trying it out and I will let you know what I think about it within the next episode. That's that's always out there. I always put that out there though. Oh, and I know recently Demon Slayer um, has dropped out its first episode of basically what is season two now. I still haven't went through and watched that movie. Um, you know, that, that train arc. And I know there's basically like the, the anime version that you can watch where they sort of kind of simplify the movie into like chunks. Or there's the the full blown movie. I got I got to flip a coin or whatever and figure out which route I got to go because uh, I, I kind of want to dive up into season two. I'm gonna probably watch that one sub. I originally watched the sub, turned back and watched the first season dub after it, and I think I might just stick with the sub on that one though. So I know I need to go through and watch that as well though. But yeah, so that's just a few little things I've been watching or some things I've been um, looking forward to um, watching it for the foreseeable future though. But yeah, so that that's basically it for that, though. So let's go ahead and um, jump over to the what you've been playing. Okay, so recently, um, let's just go ahead and jump straight into my main highlight that I've been playing here recently. And one of the big ones was Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. Obviously, this is something I would have talked about uh, a couple of weeks ago, kind of closer to whenever the game launched. But I've been playing that for a good chunk of, uh, a, for a decent good chunk, uh, chunk of time. And I will say this: I don't think it's necessarily a hot take though. But I'm not necessarily enjoying it as much as what I possibly would have thought. Like, don't get me wrong; I still love Gen Four at the end of the day. And it's still one of my most favorite gens out there, at least the OGs when I originally played it, though. But in terms of these remakes, I feel I feel like it might be just a little too much one-to-one. And maybe it's something about the chibi art style or something like that. But some things just ain't clicking for me, at least the way how I kind of liked it whenever I originally went through and played the, the games. Or maybe it's just because they just felt better uh, whenever I was just playing them for the original Go so many years ago. And now you basically kind of know how almost every nook and cranny of the game kind of plays out. Except for a few things like finding some HMs here or there or something like that, though. But um, that's just personally how I sort of kind of felt about um, Brilliant Diamonds so far, though. Currently, I'm right at... Uh, I just recently beat the 7th the gym. That literally happened right before I started um, this podcast. So, yeah, I just recently beat the 7th gym, was just about to go to the library, follow my rival, and see what he wanted me to do next. So, yeah, so that's currently where I'm at in the game right now, and I do know I owe y'all a... Um, I do know I owe y'all a uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond... Um, stream or something like something on those lines or 
or a gaming watch session or something like that. Because I was planning on um, doing that like I normally do for when new games that I buy um, on launch days. I normally would stream it, but something came up and I wasn't able to do it, though. So, yeah, uh, look forward to that sometime in the future. Um, between now and Christmas, I might drop a video at some point of me going through and playing the game. So it'll be kind of closer to the latest kind of game. Won't be as late as like Elite Four. Uh, I probably won't get that far though, but you'll have that to look forward to and you'll hear more of my thoughts probably while I'm going through and playing um, playing through that game though. So overall, it's an okay game. And I feel like for most people, if you're new, never played um, Pokemon Diamond or Pearl before, you know, any of those Gen 4 games, you probably won't find a really big issue besides you maybe or maybe not liking the chibi style. But in terms of the story that's presented, I don't feel like you're missing any story beats on that. So in terms of that regard, I still feel like it's a good game. It's just for people like me that went through and played Diamond Pearl, especially Platinum. Platinum's phenomenal. It might not be necessarily worth your time as much. I'll just kind of put that out there, though. I'll, I'll try to motivate myself enough to kind of go through and play through the game and just get as much as I can out of it. Try to get through the Elite Four or whatever, though. But beyond that, I don't see myself sinking as much time as what I originally did with my OG Diamond and my OG Platinum. Like, I put hours and hours upon hours on those games, though. But yeah, so that's basically it in terms of my Pokemon Brilliant Diamond experience so far, though. But in terms of some other games I've been going through and playing, um, I've been going through and playing... Um, um, I've been going through and playing Final Fantasy VII Remake on my PS5 here lately. And I've been having an absolute blast on that game. And man, I, I know, oh goodness, like maybe it was, what? Yeah, I think it was like a whole year ago. I know Sonic U did hit like his little mini review of what he thought about Final Fantasy VII Remake in one of my podcast episodes. I don't know if it was an, one with an official number or if that was, I don't know if it was like when I rebranded the podcast, the Zarcast, or if it was, back in my old podcast um sessions before i rebranded the show but yeah but he kind of gave out his thoughts and i and i, I kind of agree with most of his thoughts so far um i felt like i really did like and appreciate how much they expanded upon final fantasy 7 in terms of midgard which i know some people can say what they want about you know, like, it's not a full game and yada, 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 like, and then obviously they, they tweaked and it's more like a reimagining than almost like a straight remake because, like, the introduction, like, the Goose and Ghouls and then the fact that they introduced Sephiroth a whole lot earlier, like, you weren't supposed to see the dude in Midgard at all. It was, wasn't until, like, way later after you left Midgard where you saw his real introduction, though. But yeah, they did some twists and some interesting things here and there, though. But in terms of expanding it and kind of kind of falling um, and basically kind of um, diving deeper into like characters such as like Jesse and um, and Biggs and stuff. I was like, I just really like that. And I wasn't expecting Jesse to be such a great character like that. Like, honestly, she, she could have been my girl number two right after um, Tifa. Because uh, Eric is cool and all, though, but Tifa is where it's at, y'all. Tifa is where it's at. But overall, I've been having a pretty good swell little time with it, though. I think currently at the moment, I'm right after the moment where, um, right as, you know, after the moment where the plate falls and stuff, and you sort of kind of, you know, get your bearings upon who you're able to save following up with, um, 
following up with you know the survivors and stuff like that. Now we're trying to find a way to get get upside or you know top side, and um, so we have to go back to Cornello's or Cornello's. Man, I know I'm saying that dude's name wrong, but Don's place, and um, we have to go back into the sewers. That's currently where I'm at right now in the story, though. So yeah, so overall, I've been enjoying it quite a bit, and um, yeah, I've been enjoying it quite a bit. So I was like, yeah, so my my time with it has been pretty good. And outside of that, um, the only other thing I've been recently playing is a bunch of Splatoon two with my boy Bronto, because uh, me and him. Man, we're, we're, man, when Splatoon 3 drops, man, we're going to Evo. We're going to Evo. Like, we're going to squad up and we're going to make a team. If any of y'all are good in Splatoon um, and you manage to hit rank X or something like that, then let me know because uh, me and him are going to be looking for some partners because uh, we, we're going to be trying to go all the way, man. We're going to be trying to go all the way. But, yeah, so I say between that, like, those, I think, are some of my three biggest um Three biggest games I've been most recently playing uh, within the past, um, ooh, yeah, within the past couple of weeks or so. But yeah, that's basically all I have to say on that. And last but not least, let's jump over to the very last topic of the night, that being community questions. All righty, so I think I've made a poll, and gosh darn it, I have to go back and pull up. Um, I got to pull up Twitter to kind of figure out exactly how, how long ago I posted that poll because uh, I know I posted out that question like a couple of weeks ago. And then obviously, um, yeah, a couple of weeks ago. And then obviously I kept pushing back the podcast every now and then. All right, so I got it now. So one thing I was, so the poll I posted was, I said, so who do you think will win game of the year? And obviously our nominations was Metroid Dread, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village, Deathloop, It Takes Two, and Psychonauts. And roughly about, ooh, because it's weird. I have to basically split the, the post up into two because I couldn't fit all the nominees up in there, though. But I would say roughly about maybe around 60-ish percent of most people said Metroid Dread would be likely the one to win um, game of the year. I really do hope so. And if it's not that, then I really do hope that it's Ratchet and Clank um, Rift Apart. So yeah, so those are my, um, I think those are my top two games um, that I really do want to see win game of the year. It's, it's going to be interesting no matter what, but I have a strong feeling that Metroid Dread definitely stands a chance um, to stand amongst the rest of the, the members, at least on the nominees side though. But yeah. So that's basically all I have to say on on that one topic, though. Now, I don't think I got any other, you know, questions outside of the, the poll that I basically created for y'all, though. But as always, if you have any questions you want to have me um, answer, at least here on the show, um, just make sure to either leave it down in the comment section down below. Or if you happen to be listed on one of my um, podcast servers, then uh, you can go ahead and at me on Twitter at Megazard underscore X. And uh, I'll save them all up in the query or whatever, though. And then I'll go ahead and answer them for the next time I host a podcast episode. So, yeah. So outside of that, that basically does it in terms of this um, podcast episode for tonight. So honestly, I am really glad I managed to start this and end it for the first time in like a couple of weeks. Like the, the sickness is gone. I'm able to actually do what I want to do now. 
like get away from me bad cough because a uh, whole shoot it was pretty bad i i was dog sick uh a couple of weeks ago um last sunday or no yeah or basically it's a week or two i don't know my time is all kind of whacked up right now but a couple of weeks ago i was real or one yeah one week ago i was really sick terribly sick and i just really couldn't recover over it now I'm doing a lot better. I have to, you know, take some antibiotics and stuff because I felt like it was a bacterial thing. That's how sick I got, where I felt like it was a bacterial thing. And thus, I was like constantly coughing all the time, though. But yeah, so I'm kind of glad all of that's kind of behind me. I can kind of move forward with this stuff, though. But yeah, so honestly, I had a really good time talking about all of these different um, various topics here on the show for tonight, though. And I will say this. We are getting closer and closer to Christmas, so that does mean, yes, my hashtag 25 days to upload-ish is officially starting, and it kind of started off with this first um, Zarcast episode 21, because basically from this point moving forward, all the way until almost Christmas, every single day, you're, you can almost expect a video. There might be a day randomly throughout the week where there might not be a video upload or a stream to look forward to. And if that be the case, most likely the very next day, you'll have something else here on the channel that you'll be able to watch. So yes, yeah, so I have a lot of different stuff playing out in the pipeline from obviously my Zarcast podcast, um, my new Hawkeye reviews that are going to be um, dropping here fairly soon. And then obviously uh, my Spider-Man um, DLC um, playthroughs that's going to resume tomorrow night on Monday nights, um, starting back up again, starting with the DLC part two. And then also I have some Game & Watch sessions. Um, I have some, you know, like the GameCube uploads from me going through and collecting stuff. Then maybe some fun little videos that I'm not entirely sure what could, you know, potentially those be with me playing with some of my friends though but i might drop that like maybe the week of christmas or something like that though and then uh maybe some few other ones that might just pop up randomly here or there though who knows though who knows and i got some special stuff planned for christmas eve as well as christmas day as well so yes my 20 hashtag 25 days to upload ish is officially kicking off now so yeah so look forward to eating up all this little extra content that i normally ain't able to produce all in one month but i always make that exception to kind of go out of my way to be able to do that for the month of december though so yeah so there's a lot of good things playing out for the channel so definitely keep an eye out for all of that but that's basically gonna do it in terms of my Zarcast episode 21 though so if you really like this episode make sure to go ahead and hit that like button go ahead and hit that subscribe button and that bell to stay up to date on all things video game related, Marvel related, I feel like talking about and discussing. If you happen to be listening on one of my podcast servers, whether that be Google, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the brand new Amazon Music, make sure to go ahead and just share that video out there. Go ahead and hit the subscribe so that way you don't miss any episodes that are dropping out on those services. And um, basically, yeah, so... We'll, a lot of good stuff that I have planned out and uh, I'm glad you're able to, if you're still listening to this point, I know you're one of my hard, hardcore diehard fans though. So yes, I really do appreciate all the love and support. And I did manage to give away the, the giveaway winner for my Orient the Blind Forest giveaway. That winner has been contacting stuff. You can see that video up there on the channel though. But yeah, so I like to give back where I can though. But that's going to do it for this one episode though. So remember y'all, until we're a video I make next. See y'all.